Jewish Latin Princess, episode 166, Ask Yael. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess podcast by Yael. Every week, get your dose of inspiration from the world's most uniquely talented Jewish women and from Yael herself. Seeking profound and practical ways to live a joyful, richer Jewish life? Welcome to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. And now, Jewish lifestyle expert and bilingual blogger at JewishLatinPrincess.com, your host, Yael. You're listening to Jewish Latin Princess. I'm Yael Trush, your host. Welcome to the show. It is Friday, and that's an Ask Yael episode. But before we get to today's questions from the audience, I want to pick a reviewer of the week and highlight them. And you will be getting a chance to connect with me. So drop me an email or a DM on Instagram, and I'll send you a link to chat. It's really fun to do these virtual dates with my audience. So this review comes from, let's scan the iTunes app. By the way, that's where you leave your reviews. Okay. So we got a review from May from somebody, girl, chef, 1858. And she says, best of the best. This podcast is the best of the best for Jewish women, business, culture, and family. Elle is a true professional with a fun, high vibe. Highly recommend to anyone who wants to learn more about powerhouse women and how they make it all happen. Well, thank you, girl, chef, girl, chef, 1858. Five, eight. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. Send me a DM on Instagram and or email me at Yaella Jewish Lads and Princess. And let me know that you are the girl chef who left the review and we'll schedule a time to connect. And by the way, I might, if you're actually a chef, I might want to, you know, get a trick or two from you because as some of you might know, the kitchen is not my favorite place, although I'm not bad at it. I've told you that before, but you know, um, it'd be nice to get some tricks to make my life easier in there and to make it more enjoyable, let's say. All right. So I also want to um, invite everybody to the Bitachon Boost Retreat, which is happening July 25th, and it's going to be totally epic. You can check out the details at jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash retreat. And just to clarify, because a few questions have come up on this topic, you will get replays of the recordings. Yes, they will be yours for, li- for, for life. But only, let me clarify this, this is only for those who register for the retreat. I'm not going to be selling these separately later. Um, I know that people have asked me that. And so the registration not only includes all of those replays, but a live experience that we've put together that you can jump in and out of during the day as per you know your schedule. Although I really hope that you free yourself from as much as possible so that you can enjoy the day. We're going to have breaks through the day, of course, but we'll be in this like special vibe the whole day and 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 all of it will be building upon each other. So yes, you can, and you should be part of all of it or even some of it live and, you know, supplement uh, or complement with the replays. But here's also the really cool thing that in addition to that, regardless of whether you came to it li- to the live event or not, because you're part of this, because you register to this, you'll also be joining our private Bitachon Boost community, which is going to be a private Facebook group where we will be working together for a month after the retreat. So, you know, this is not just a one day deal. This is a whole experience that we've created for you. And we want to be there for you. We want to, 
we want you to come out of this day and and still be with you to hold your hand. We want to teach you the the tools that you can implement. And then we want to carry you during the month so that you can apply these practices. So we're looking to build a really nice supportive community. And that has me really, really excited. Um, So that's one of the amazing bonuses of being part of this virtual retreat. And of course, there are more, there are more surprises. So block your calendar or part of it <laughs> for July 25th and register today at jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash retreat to get that early bird special. Price goes up next week. So you want to make sure you get in now. All right. So that's all the housekeeping I have. Now I have Zoe on the line with me to help us address listeners' questions. Zoe, how are you? I am doing well. How are you? We are good. We are good. So you're you're getting ready to go to grad school. And I know you've been working hard in helping um, transition team members and look for new people to come into the team, people just as capable and organized as you. I have to say for everybody, I have to brag a little bit about Zoe here. One of Zoe's, Zoe has many strengths, but one of her super strengths which has come in very handy around here, Zoe, is your organization, right? We juggle a lot of balls around here, right, Zoe? Thank you. Yes, there's definitely a lot of juggling going on. (laughs) A lot of juggling and you keep up with it. Amazing. And you keep me organized. What would you say, Zoe, are some of the qualities that somebody that you would think would fit into this team needs to have? I think I would say it has to be someone who can work independently, but also can communicate with you and check in. Um, But also someone who as you mentioned, is able to juggle different things and stay organized. I think that it helps to want to learn a lot Mm -hmm. of different things as well and to be interested in learning and trying things out and seeing what works and what doesn't. There you have it. You've learned a lot, right, Zoe? You feel like you've gained? Oh, absolutely. Both like for my professional life and my personal life. Well, there you have it from Zoe herself. We're going to be putting on more formal announcements of different positions, uh, you know, that become available over time. But listen, if you you heard Zoe, if you want to drop a note and tell us what you do, what you want to be doing and why we should be considering you, drop an email at hello at Jewish Latin Princess. I have to say one of the things that got Zoe this job is that she approached me out of her own initiative. That was pretty cool. I don't know if I ever told you that, Zoe, but that definitely stood out. And you didn't give up. You you found me. You knew what you were going for, and you made it super clear. And you kept following up with me, which was very smart. So I couldn't leave you off my radar. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, you know, that that already says a lot. So and I'm glad it was a good choice. It was a great decision. And I'm glad that you've gained a lot from this experience. So, Zoe, um, why don't you help us? Why don't we go through the mailbag? Um, what do we have today? So the first question comes from Anonymous. My husband is the main breadwinner. He deposits his salary into a separate account and transfers only funds for basic bill payments into our joint account. He sends our credit card bills to his father's house. He does not agree to pay our kids' school or camp tuitions, so these become my responsibility. I work part-time because our kids are little. I am very uncomfortable with this arrangement and the practical implications. What do you advise? Hmm. Zoe, do you have words here? Because I have so many words. (laughs) I think that the only place I could think to start is the fact that there has to be a big conversation about it. Yeah, there has to be a big conversation about it. Um, Yeah, that's my first point. What do I advise? You must tell him none of this is okay. Like none of it. 
this is a marriage. I mean, I don't know, Zoe, what you saw in your parents' marriage, right? So much of what we do is kind of like what we, you know, what we were brought up with, but that doesn't mean we have to live those paradigms. We can change them. So there are so many red flags here, um, anonymous, that I want you to be aware of. And I think you know it intuitively because you said, I'm not, I'm not, unco- I'm not comfortable with this. So I'm, I'm here to tell you that you should not be comfortable with this. Okay. Number one, did you both agree that he could have a separate account and then a joint account and was part of the agreement that you would also keep a separate account? Is there full transparency where you anyway have access to his account as well? Or is this completely separate and you have no idea what he's doing with his with his money? Because there's, you know, there's some marriages where there has to be some separation for whatever reason, although I'm not like, you know, it's not what I do, but I'm not opposed to it as long as even though there's that separation of accounts where there could be his, hers, and joint, right? There's still full access and full transparency. So is that what's going on here? Sounds like it's not. Number two, why are credit card bills sent to his father's house? Zoe, what what's with that? Did that make you uncomfortable too? I also was wondering why credit card bills were sent to his father's house. It feels like there are just so many different accounts and there's so much going on as well. Right. So question, is father paying for them or is this husband's way of hiding what he's doing with the money? Right. Either way, they're either way, it's definitely no bueno. Um, and to add on to that, are you anonymous in any of these credit cards? Meaning, do they impact your credit? Right. Because that's also, you know, you have to take that into account. I mean, there's a lot going on here. Number three, he doesn't. Okay. This one, I I just can't. Okay. He doesn't agree to pay for your joint children that you've had together for their education. So we, so we're saying that he stashes some money away that you don't know about. And from your part-time work, all of the tuition for your children's education has to be paid. I mean, what? What's going on here? I, I really feel that you need to get help. I really feel that this is not normal. This is not what a Jewish marriage should be. And you need to have a discussion, I would say, first with a mentor, with a mashpia, as we say in Hebrew, um, who can guide you as to how to have these conversations with your husband. But the conversations need to be had. You cannot continue in this situation. This is not how a marriage is built. This foundation is very rocky, okay? I mean, you're making children with a partner and he's not taking responsibility for them. This is not okay, okay? And I and, and I would encourage you to speak with a mentor who's hopefully also versed in Torah law and who has the sensitivity, obviously, to help a marriage and to create union while being sure that your needs are being met, Um and, um, you know, we got to get to under- an understanding of what is his fear of commitment here? Like, where is this need to be completely separate from the financial, from owning the financial responsibilities of, of a marriage, of a union? Where does this come from? And so what help does he need to navigate that, right? And you can find the help, but please get the help. You're probably going to need marriage counseling. So again, 
finding somebody who comes from a Torah perspective will be very beneficial, but you obviously have to feel comfortable with them. But yes, look into getting the help because honestly, um, this to me is like borderline financial abuse, if not full on, like there just, there is just no way I can, I can put up with this. I, I can't validate it on in any way. I, I think your intuition is right. There's something really not right with this. And I want you to have the courage and the strength to look for help. So that's that. Zoe, anything you got to add to this? I absolutely I agree with everything that you said and the fact that it's important to yeah start getting help and talking about this because they're you know, your children together and therefore you should be contributing together or kind of working together at least. Yeah. And, and I, mean, I mean, I don't mean to be negative. I'm always super upbeat. I'm positive. I think I think this this marriage could change and could change for the better. But that's why I'm encouraging you now rather than later, because life is going to get financially more complicated as you build your family grows. Um, So please, 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 please do not overlook any of this. Trust your intuition and get the help that you need. All right. Next question is kind of on the same line, Zoe. This question is from Anonymous, and she says, what to do if my spouse doesn't want to talk about money? What do you say, Zoe? I mean, my first reaction is, well, he has to talk about money. Your spouse has to. <laughs> I think you've been working here too long. <laughs> so I'm going to say it even louder <laughs> than Zoe. And I apologize if this is a little bit too blunt for some of you, but I think it needs to be said. It needs to be said for you, for your children, and for the sanctity of marriage. This is it. If you're being intimate with a man, and that is you're getting naked and you're not getting naked about your money, there's a problem and you can't continue to enable the problem. Not talking about money to the person you're getting in bed with is not an option, ladies. It it, it just isn't. It's not about whether we want to talk about money or not. It's about we're in a marriage. We are going to talk about money. This is part of marriage. We're building a unit together. And that building requires a resource that is called money. And just like we get intimate in the most physical way, we get intimate about everything else, including our money. So we have to know each other and we have to understand each other. And there, the only way to do that is through communicating. So there is no such thing as when it comes to this area of our life, we're just not going to know each other. Oh, but we can know each other in another way. This is not how it works. So anonymous, what to do? Well, the first thing, I guess you, you have to start those money dates and um, as uncomfortable as it may be, and you might need help from a third party. If this is something like for whatever reason, he's really stuck on. I always advise people, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a method to do this. And I, you know, I would encourage you to go through the money date, um, kind of like the scheme. I have one that you can um, download that is super thorough, super helpful. It's on jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash money date. Um, And do it yourself. Do the exercises yourself and start sharing with him. Start becoming open and vulnerable in the hopes, but without the expectation, but with the intention, be careful with this, right? You, You can't expect them to react in the way you want. But you're hoping that, you know, there's a mirror effect where your openness and your your kind of desire to connect with them in this way will make him be more comfortable and start opening up a little bit. Now, again, you might need 
help from a third party. And that's fine. That's fine. You just can't allow this to be the operating system uh, of a marriage because it's not a marriage. That's not a union. So that's what I have to say. Zoe, you have anything to add to this? No, I don't think so. I agree with you about starting to schedule the money dates and kind of leveling your expectations as those begin as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We never we never start with the numbers. I mean, we start just with like our story and how we grew up and things like that. You can go through that um, nice money date guide that I have there, jewishlatinprincess.com forward slash money date. But yes, please, please, ladies, I hope everybody understands this. If you, <laughs> you're not talking about money with the person you're getting in bed with, it's just not an option. Okay. So that said, who's in, who's, who's next? We have a question from Dina. My spouse believes that everything will work out in the end. I'm more of a realist. I really can't see how that will be. What can I say to him so that he sees the reality? Hmm. Interesting. Zoe, what do you say to this? I think it's a tough one because on the one hand, it's good to be proactive and realistic, but it's also okay to be you know, optimistic and hopeful. I think as long as that hope does have that real element of, okay, we need to change this in our finances or we need to focus on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's that balance of the practicality with the spiritual backbone of everything, right? So I, I agree with you. It's an interesting question. Um, and, you know, reality is also like a loose term because, again, what kind of reality do we live in? You know, is your reality and or his reality that God provides and that God is infinite and that I could do brave incredible things because I'm, 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 a, I'm a godly soul and I'm connected to, to this higher power, right? And I can get out of my comfort zone in partnership with God and be completely confident in his ability to deliver when I do my part. Is that our reality? Or is reality, it's so bad. It's never better. It's never going to be better. Or whatever I do, it doesn't get better. Or, or even worse, I don't have to do anything because God will provide, which is kind of the attitude I call like, let's be lazy in the name of Bitachon. By the way, that is not Bitachon. <laughs> okay. So I think that your concern is super valid. But what it, you know, what I would say is it deserves a few dates where, you know, just go off and walk with your husband, invite him out on dates to start those money dates where you can kind of both discuss this and you want to be able to communicate in those dates your appreciation. Like there, it's so important to appreciate the efforts of our spouse, right? And express that, that they feel that they're appreciated and they're supported, that we're not, we're not nagging them, right? Um, you want to be able to also communicate how trustful you are in God, in God, again, that he sees like, oh, wow, like, like she, she's such a strong person, right? And make that trust contagious, which obviously means that you got to work on building your own trust. And we all have to do that, right? So you want to emulate, um, you want to emulate that speaking from a place of confidence and of, of, of also confidence in him, belief in him, right? And, and also I would say another thing that your own, um, your own enthusiasm and your own drive um, it's, and, and going for things that might be out of your comfort zone, that is also something that, you know, sets uh, an example for, for him because our husbands are our mirrors, right? And, and, and there's another aspect here, Zoe, that I think is sometimes overlooked. And it's this idea of, you know, sharing our dreams with our spouse, you know, but not in a way of, that to make them feel like they can provide for those dreams, but rather like 
where we're including them in these dreams and we're opening the conversation for them to share their dreams too. And then we kind of can, can dream together, right? And what, what would that look like? And where he sees that you're so confident in both your abilities and in God to deliver that he feels so supported, right? That he feels supported in his efforts, that he feels like, oh, she's here for me. We're building something together. And so I, I have to say that what I'm saying, what I'm saying might be counterintuitive, but this is my approach. And I would reference, I think it's important to reference this talk that I gave recently for a day ad on this particular topic, especially the second session of that two-part series. I spoke a lot about this. Um, and you can find that at adayad.org forward slash money slash shalom. We're going to put the link on the show notes so that you have that. But adayad is A-D-A-I-A-D dot org. And I'm sure once you're there, if you do a search for my name or whatever, you can find it, but it's forward slash money dash shalom. So take a listen to that, Dina. A lot of people who were there have emailed me that it was extremely helpful. And we had husbands and wives also listening. And so I think that's going to be helpful. It expounds more on what I just described uh, and keep us posted. Keep us posted on how those conversations are going. Good luck with that. All right, Zoe, that's a wrap. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here with me. I hope these questions from the audience didn't scare you about marriage. No, no, they didn't. That's okay. (laughs) Okay, good. You're going to be good, Zoe. You're going to be good. All right, ladies, leave a review and rating, and we shall be sending you a treat, a nice Starbucks gift card, and a link to connect with me. And don't forget to sign up for the Bitachon Boost Retreat. All the details are on jewishlatsandprincess.com forward slash retreat. See you then, and we'll be back here Monday with a very special, cool interview, particularly interesting for all of those living in Israel or considering moving to Israel. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Jewish Latin Princess Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, leave a rating, and share the podcast with the Jewish women you love. To access today's show notes, ask Yael a question, or suggest a uniquely talented Jewish woman to be featured on the show, visit JewishLatinPrincess.com.